Hello again and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with RJ. If this is your first time listening, please don't forget to like and subscribe and follow depending on what platform you're using so you know exactly when we release brand new episodes. This episode, with Mother's Day being around the corner, this episode is going to be focusing on mothers and motherhood. Now, I am very aware that there are many people out there in the world who don't necessarily know or have a biological mother in their lives. But what this episode hopes to do is we hope to let you see that there may be a person in your life who in fact is a type of mother. I would like to try to redefine or redefine, excuse me, what a mother is. Now, motherhood and being a mother are sometimes related and other times can be different because just because you give birth to a child doesn't mean you are a practicing mother, if you will. Yes, you've given birth, you've mothered a child. But it, there's more than that. In my opinion, I believe motherhood is the act of raising and influencing someone for the good. It's a woman who encourages and teaches and helps raise a child or an adolescent to become a successful and better adult. I don't believe that those who give birth are the only ones who have that ability. I believe there are tons of women out there who don't have children, who wanted children, just never had the opportunity to give birth, who could easily help raise other children. You know, maybe there's a there's a mother out there who's a single or a sole provider who doesn't have the luxury of being able to stay at home and be there for her kids because she's out there working and, and putting food on the table and keeping clothes on their backs and keeping a roof over their heads so she doesn't have the means to be able to be there for them. But maybe that mother has a best friend. Maybe that best friend is helping that mother out by helping those children grow up in the way that the mother would want them to learn. That person, that woman right there, that's her mother's best friend, or that's the mother's best friend, or a good friend, she knows the morals and beliefs that her friend, which is the rightful biological mother, has for her children to learn. So that person would help reinforce those lessons because that person might have the luxury of being there for those children. You can also, I'm, I'm sure everyone's heard the term or the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, that's so true. You know, if you see kids out there being stupid, a lot of times you're going to see kids out being stupid and parents or somebody will, will say, act like you got some sense. You know, some of those are who are old school parents. Others would say, you know what, quit acting like an idiot. Act like your mom raised you well or, you know, act like your mom taught you something for a change. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you. Please excuse me. You know, polite uh, exchanges of words and ideas. Those are things that a typical mother would teach. But a, a, a biological mother is not the only one that has a monopoly on that kind of interaction. In fact, teachers, good teachers, not the teachers out there trying to brainwash children into believing what they want to so that they can look like they care about everybody else. I'm talking about teachers who want to focus on teaching kids how to read, how to learn math, how to follow their dreams and their passions without teachers putting their own influence of 
of beliefs and and manipulations and brainwashings inside there. I'm talking about the teachers who actually care about helping these children reach their greatest potential. To help these children realize who they really are. Those teachers, the female teachers, are actually involved in the in the concept of mothering as well. Where aunt comes and she picks up the children or teaches the children or spends any time with those children. She is also not just an aunt, but she's also mothering these children. Babysitters are often caught in mothering children. They watch the children, they correct the children when they're wrong. Uh, A good babysitter basically reinforces the rules that the normal parents have established. That's also part of mothering. Being a biological mother is defined by giving birth to a child. But it can't possibly be the monopoly on the term mother. Because what about all those women out there who have adopted? What about all of them? They didn't give birth. Well, the ones that were not able to. They were not able to give birth, but they adopted the child. They're still just as much a mother as a biological mother who gave birth. Those are their children just as much. If you know, Even though it's not a biological bond, sometimes blood doesn't necessarily need to match for you to be family. I'm sure just about everybody listening to this episode is very familiar with some person out there who happens to be closer to them than maybe their own flesh and blood or their own brothers and sisters who are related to them. Maybe you have a friend who's closer to you because they get you and blood could not make you guys closer. So it's the same thing when it comes down to being a mother. A mother is is a woman who help keep you out of trouble by teaching me the right way a mother is somebody who would do motherly things for you you know teach you about self-worth sit with you when times are hard you can have a complete stranger a woman that you have no idea while you're sitting there crying or feeling sick or down or sad you're sitting there waiting for the bus or you're just sitting outside and you're just sad and this woman walks up to you puts her arm around you and says sweetheart are you okay just that little gesture is the act of mothering whether you're seven or 27 or 30 or 47 or however old when a woman comes over to check on you because she cares that's the act of mothering she's encouraging you she's comforting you she's sharing a type of love that you just can't buy anywhere else It's coming from a sincere place without expectation of any receipt. That is the act of mothering. And honestly, I will even venture to say my argument on this matter is that if it weren't for women, because women have a type of hug and a type of love that no one else can replicate or duplicate. If it weren't for the love exemplified by mothers, men would not be able to love at the level level we're capable of loving. It's such a dear topic to me. Because my mother, which I had her on a recent episode, my mother is, she's like a best friend to me. Even if she was not my blood mother, I, I know I would still be friends with her. She's so awesome and we just have great conversations. It's easier. It's so easy for us to just lose track of time and just talk for a couple hours. 
And then I'm, I look down, I see all my tasks and schedules and I'm like, oh crap, I gotta get off the phone, mom. I love you, but I got things I gotta do. And I'm fall, I've fallen way behind just because it's so much fun to talk with her. You know, so I said all that to say it's, it's because my mother was willing to teach me how to love and forgive after all she's been through. That example taught me how to love and forgive after all I've been through. If it weren't for her, I wouldn't have the ability to love at the capacity I have. In fact, in many of my uh, past relationships, I've always had to do what I call love filtered. Like I had to, I wanted to share my emotions and, and my affection with my, my exes while we were together. But there was a problem like the, the issue was that I was not able to fully open up and give all of my heart to them because sometimes it's too much for them. Sometimes they weren't ready for it. Sometimes because of their past experiences, they didn't think it was going to be real. They didn't think anybody could love like that or anybody would be that affectionate. There had to be a flaw. Well, I've, I've worked on myself so much that I've changed to become a better man that those flaws that they imagine are there aren't there. Yeah, everyone has flaws, but the ones they're looking for just don't exist in me. Because I've worked for years getting rid of those characteristics of myself so that I can become a better man. But my mom is the one that taught me how to love myself. She really helped me grow. She really taught me how to... She taught me how to be the quality of man that I am today. And although I had the love filtered, my fiancé, the woman I want to marry more than anything in the world, she allows me to love her unfiltered. I don't feel like I have to hold anything back. I feel like I can cuddle with her all day. I feel like I can hold her in my arms. And in fact, every time I hold her in my arms within five minutes of me wrapping her in my arms, she goes to sleep. I've got, I guess I got magic arms or something because she just falls right asleep as soon as I, I wrap my arms around her. In mid conversation too, she, she and I can just have a great conversation and then I just wrap my arms around her and it's, she just goes to sleep. That kind of comes in handy if you really, really want to watch a movie, you know, and and you have to pause it because I'm not going to sit there and watch the movie while she's talking to me. I'd rather pause the movie or, you know, figure something out so that way I can give her my undivided attention. But if it's getting late and I would really like to watch this movie, I'm like, come here, baby. Yeah, let me, I just want to hold you. And then she'll be you know talking and then all of a sudden the words will start to start whispering and, and then she goes to sleep and then i push play with the volume lowered down just a little bit no, i'm just kidding <laughs> but uh i know she's probably gonna listen to that and call me and be like really is that what you've been doing <laughs> and i'm like no baby wink i'm no, just kidding but i just wanted to say like I, it's so important to just look for the mothers in our life because even if you didn't have a physical or a biological mother growing up, there are women out there who have influenced your life some way, somehow, for the better. Even if it was a librarian, even if it was a, a nurse, or a religious leader, or a neighbor, or a best friend, or the best friend of your mom, or your auntie, some woman that helped you become better to some degree. And in fact, for those who have uh, uh, female partners, those of you who have female partners or romantic interests, in a way, at times they are motherly to you as well. 
you know, for the guys out there who have women and who are, who are dating women and, you know, sometimes those women will do things to take care of them. Like, you know, they got something on their face to wipe it off or they do the little things that most people consider motherly. Like they might clean up after them just because that's the nature of that specific relationship. Doesn't mean that they're slaves to that person. It just means that they they care about the, the individual. They care about they care about their partners. So they want to do their best to show that support and take care of them, be there for them. That's often the case. You know, when when I know for me personally, if I was getting mad at someone at a guy or, you know, a situation was arising where a fight was probably going to happen. My girl would be the one to say, babe, calm down. It's not worth it. Calm down. That's a motherly thing as well to keep you out of trouble. Again, mothers are not monopolized by those who give birth. Your significant other could be a mother or motherly figure in your life as well. Your aunts, your sisters, older or younger, your cousins, women out there who have changed or influenced your life for the better have been motherly figures for you. Now, if you have a good mother, I'm not saying this is going. those women are taking the place of your mother. I'm just saying that they were motherly to you so when mother's day comes i really encourage you look for those women who were motherly in your life and don't just say thank you try to remember a specific event that really helped shape you let them know that they're that they're appreciated those elderly women in your neighborhood they keep a tone in your neighborhood. They bring a certain peace and a certain love in your neighborhood that maybe others don't. And I would even push to say that there are some elderly women out there who are just grumpy. Maybe they're grumpy because their kids won't come and see them. I encourage you to go out, uh, go look for them. And if you know someone who's just like a grump, knock on the door, bring her flowers and say, thank you for being a motherly figure in this neighborhood. Happy Mother's Day. And if they go, I don't have any kids. Say, you say, you don't need to have kids to be a mother. Sharing wisdom with someone else is motherly. So let's celebrate all mothers. Those who fought hard to adopt a child and give that child a second chance or a chance at a better life. Those women out there who have put up with a problematic or toxic man or a toxic partner. Those who fought hard to teach somebody to become better. Those who sat by the, the, the hospital bedsides of those they loved or friends until they woke up out of a coma or got better from being sick. Those who spoon fed soup when you were too weak to feed yourself. Those who drove all the way from their house to yours when you couldn't get up because you're so weak and they made you dinner or made you meals or washed your laundry because you were unable to. Those who take care of you when you are too weak to take care of yourself and those who make you rest when you are too stubborn to do so. Those who are willing to say, hey, why don't you let me take your kids for a little bit so you can kind of get a break. I know you've been running on both cylinders and that you're exhausted and you're tired and let me just take the kids for a couple of days and you get some rest and that's motherly as well 
because mothers look out for them, for others before themselves. Let's look for those mothers. Let's tell them specific events that changed your lives and tell them thank you. And in fact, take it a couple of steps uh, further and stop waiting until Mother's Day or Father's Day to celebrate these parents. If you're doing the job right, Mother's Day should just be just another day. But this one, you show more emphasis than usual. Do you only call your mother or those women that mean something to you? Do you only call them on Mother's Day? Do you call them at all? Why don't you just take a couple minutes, you know, when you're in traffic on the way from work or to work and just give them a call. Let them know you appreciate every meal that they made. My mother, I've said this on multiple episodes, when she used to read to me and you know, when she was exhausted or when we were very, very poor and she went walking around asking people for money or excuse me, for uh, cake ingredients so she can make me a cake for my birthday when I was a little kid. My mom put herself through school like my mom was exhausted, yet she never ceased to do her best to demonstrate the importance of her kids in her life, that she was doing it all for us. Even if she got home late, she still made time, even though she was exhausted. She had to. We were kids. We weren't thinking about making lunch for my mom to go to take to work. We weren't thinking about making meals for herself. She would come home and we were kids. And I really, really wish I can. Like, I wish I just could lift that burden off of her. Because I didn't go make dinner for my younger brother or myself when I was when my mom was doing all that. I wasn't helping make her burden lighter. I really wish I could have. Because she was an incredible she is an incredible woman. And I never heard her complain. She just did her best. And she did a darn good job, I'll tell you that. She had so much adversity against her. But she did a heck of a job. my mother holds my nephew my younger brother's child my younger brother's son when she holds him in her arms that little boy looks like he's at home he looks so happy so safe he looks at peace when a child is held by my mother I get it they just look so happy and so at peace I get it because my mother's held me for so long and I've been very blessed to have a good relationship, an incredible relationship with my mother. And I've been very blessed to have this incredible relationship with my fiance, who's also been motherly to me. She's my teammate. But my, my fiance is always ready to tell me what I need to hear rather than just what I want to hear. She's honest with me. And She's helped me achieve more than I ever could have ever uh, ever achieved on my own. So in closing, I just want you guys to look out. Don't wait for Mother's Day to show your mother or those motherly figures in your life your gratitude for them. Because they may be here now, but it really sucks 
to have to look back when they're gone and realize you had all those chances to tell them thank you, but you never did because you thought that tomorrow was guaranteed. Once they're gone, they're gone. Don't miss an opportunity to do today. I mean, don't miss an opportunity to do tomorrow what you can do today because tomorrow never comes and tomorrow's not guaranteed. Show your mothers and the motherly figures in your life your gratitude. Love them. Make time to call them. If you don't want to talk that long, that's fine, but call them. Don't just leave it at text messages and say, hey, how you doing? Just want to say hi and I love you. Yeah, that's nice, but that's the bare minimum. And for those of you who have biological mothers uh, in your lives and you, you don't call them, you send them texts, guess what? They were changing your diaper when they would rather sleep. They woke up in the middle of the night to give you a bottle and rock you back to sleep when they had to get up in a couple of hours to go to work. They made time to take care of you. Can you make a little bit of time just to show them gratitude? Oh, I graduated or I bought him a house. Yeah, that's nice. That's really cool. That's great. Those are great blessings. But that's that's very similar to saying rather than actually being a present parent in your child's life, you just buy your child anything they want and let them have all the toys they want and spoil them. It doesn't make up for your absence. Your absence is very noticeable. It's very, very toxic because they would rather be with you than, you know, than have the newest PlayStation or have the newest uh, luxury toy. They want their child. They want that relationship with the child they helped bring into the life or bring into the world and or a child they adopted and helped raise or a child they helped influence for the better. Succeed. Don't wait until it's too late. Do now what you have the opportunity to do. Find those mothers and show them that you are grateful for them and that you love them. And remember, mothers are not monopolized by those who give birth. Motherhood comes from many different angles. And to all the mothers out there, every woman out there who has influenced someone for the better, stop the angry boyfriend or or significant other from doing something that would have hurt them more or been more detrimental to him, her, or even you. To all those, thank you so much. We celebrate you mothers on Mother's Day as well as every day of the year. And I pray that you never forget how important you are. For you bring so much light to this world than we can ever imagine. And without you, we would never be balanced. Without you, we would never know how to truly love. Because there's no love like a mother's love. And fathers are only able to mirror that love because it comes from mothers. Thank you so much for spending time with me on Real Talk with RJ. Signing out.